0: everyone to the carry on cast this is the podcast of easter lutheran church you get to hear the pastors talk about the upcoming preacher text and boy oh boy do i have some fun for you today folks because hi i'm pastor megan and i'm here with
1: pastor eric and
0: who else am i here with who else am i here with pastor kevin hey! <laughs> we've got the new guy the here. that's yeah, honestly Yay. it kind of feels like that doesn't it yes oh yeah. my goodness <laughs> pastor eric sat down at the table and said something to the effect of, "I've been waiting for this." Yes,
2: this is great. Yeah. This is the moment.
0: We're very excited. It's yeah. good to be together. It's good to be huddled around mics at a small table together, uh, and it's good to be with you all, folks, as you get to listen in on, on what we have to say today. Um, hey, we're just glad to be here with you, and we're here to be we're here with Pastor Kevin, which is kind of amazing. Um, in three words or less pastor no uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about who you are introduce yourself to the folks who are listening
1: well i'm so glad to be here i'm so glad they finally let me out of the truck
0: oh was, my goodness it was a
1: very strange 10 days living in the truck <laughs> they literally put all your other belongings and things this is like, how stories get started were you in a sir. box or were you free <laughs> were the, you the free? humans put me into a box and <laughs> That box was loaded onto a giant truck in Los Angeles. There was a few custom stops along the oh way. Oh re- Is there any live things yeah. in the truck? Plants? And everyone said any no. Fruit? No,
0: <laughs> vegetables. Um, vegetables. Oh my gosh, Kevin! to keep quiet. Yeah. yeah, were you packed in with the linens or? Well,
1: i don't, It was there's a few guitars. Okay, good. Uh, which was good, that helped pass the time a little bit. But we had to be quiet at the truck stops. So. <laughs>
2: Oh man!
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, this got weird. <laughs> <laughs>
2: didn't see it going there. <laughs>
0: You're welcome. <laughs> this is, and friends, this is how it's going to be from now yeah. on. Oh, it's beautiful. Awesome. So what have we learned? We've learned that you recently came out of a box. You recently came from Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, and you have guitars.
1: That is, all of this is true. All of this is true. No, I'm so grateful to be here. So grateful for the people at Trinity Lutheran Church and Schools of Hawthorne. Yeah. Um, amazing group of people. They celebrated 75 years of chemistry <gasps> during my time there, as well as the 75th anniversary of the school. It's a big thing in Southern California wow. for your church to have a, a school. Oh. So it was very fun. Um, we were in walking distance, and so my incredible family, who that is who I travel with, and that's something that's very important to me. I'd love for people to know that, that my wife Amber, she's a, an ordained pastor in the ELCA. Uh, she is uh, also a creative entrepreneur, doing some, some different things. And then uh, we have three daughters. Yes, it's a girl-dad house, so... That's the way it is, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, Veda is uh, nine years old. And she's a third grader at Red Pine, and then Elsie is our kindergartner who is also at Red Pine, and then Sybil is our four-year-old who is at home uh, with our family during the day. So
0: awesome! Nice. Well, it's it's great to have you here. Now, and folks, uh, Pastor Kevin's been with us for for just a tiny little bit, but keep in mind that, like, the stuff he's done so far is, like, he's already... Preached twice and yeah. led Easter Sunday service. <laughs> right, so we we kicked him hard into the deep yes. end, uh, and he's swimming beautifully. So, uh, if you get a chance to introduce yourself to him, please do, and please introduce yourself to him uh, m- m- more than once. Use your name more please. than once. And while you're doing that, remember to do that for Pastor
2: Exactly. Eric too, um, yeah.
0: because they are they are quite new and will be for a while. And friends, there's like three thousand of you, um, and and we just we do want to get to know you. So make sure you keep saying your name uh, to all of us, frankly, because Thank we you. love getting to know you. Yeah, grateful. Yeah, um, and hey, not only do we have a new pastor here with us today, woo, <laughs> but we uh, are also starting a new sermon series. Uh, we're getting into the book of Romans now, folks. We finished up the book of Matthew last week. We talked about the Great Commission. Uh, the disciples are out and about; they're in the world, and we have flashed forward, well, like a like a decade ish, yeah, um, from when Matthew was written, mm-hmm. and um, and stuff is happening. Um and now mm-hmm. we're in we're going to we're just going to talk about Romans for a good long while and, right. and Pastor Eric, you get the privilege of kicking yeah, us off with, right. with Romans chapter 1. Tell us a little yeah. bit about the book of Romans.
2: You bet. So, yeah, I guess I was just thinking, you know, what's the transition <clears throat> for from the perspective of the of the worshipers, you know, we we were just celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus on Easter yes. and we're jumping right into Romans mm-hmm. um, which is not um the gospel not it's not the story of acts it's a theological book and well essentially yeah. uh, it's uh, a letter written by paul and that's pretty well undisputed by by any commentators and everyone uh, uh, this is uh paul's letter to the small fledgling churches in Rome. And, um, I don't know this kind of information, but I looked it up and it was written, uh, (laughs) around 60 AD. And so the, you know, the Christian church had, had started to form there and, and, you know, it's, worth pointing out that Paul had not been to Rome and had, he did not, had not started those churches, but he, they were well known as he says in our reading, he points out that they're essentially famous in the Christian, you know, in Christendom, they're getting a reputation and they're doing good things uh, for the kingdom, but uh, he would like to visit them. And, you know, it's been said this is Paul's magnum opus. Yeah, this is um, this is a, a foundational writing for our Christian theology, especially for Lutherans, and that's kind of a big thing. We'll probably get to today is that that really some of the verses we'll hear at the end of our reading are called Luther's gateway. It's really the what's the at the very heart of the start of the Protestant Reformation. This revelation that Luther had, uh, we'll get to that. I. I I assume in a moment here, but um, really the the and and that that's also our theme verse for today. We'll, we'll re- be sure to tell you that when we get to it. But also that the big idea here is that the book of Romans is Paul laying out. God's ability to justify or save ungodly, unholy, unrighteous people. Mm-hmm. And this all about grace and faith and Christ. So I, that's... Th-
0: you pretty much... That, that's that's Romans. So I don't know what we're going to do for the next like, yeah. seven weeks. Yeah.
1: Well, this was... Yeah. <laughs> this was the <laughs> intro. I have, to come back. I have to come to worship regardless.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You so so still, like you it's still gonna have take, to come <laughs> here, what
2: we're doing. It's going to take us a month to unpack
1: <laughs> it. Oh, my goodness.
0: Well, and I do think it is worth saying before, before we start start reading from romans um, that that paul writes um how shall we say this generously in a very dense fashion oh boy um he packs a lot of words Mm -hmm. in he doesn't breathe there are no commas or periods like quite literally like when he's doing the writing like Mm -hmm. there is no break in the writing so if you feel like you are reading one long run-on sentence you absolutely are and so it's okay to Mm -hmm. kind of back up and go hold on a second. Yeah. What did I just hear what's going on here? Mm-hmm. So our hope as we preach from Romans for the next few weeks is to give you plenty of time to say, okay, but okay, but what did Paul just say here? Yeah. What's actually happening? Um, because it's it's worth struggling with. Mm-hmm. it's it's worth spending some time with. Um, like Pastor Eric just said, um, I mean, uh, Wesley was was big in Romans, Luther was big in Romans. All these big mm-hmm. uh, reformers were really profoundly moved. Right. By what Paul says here, so it's much really-
2: debate about yes. the content. I, I guess I also I what I talked about Easter, but I, what I forgot to mention is that really this is then the application of what happened hmm. with the cross and the resurrection and Luther Luther Paul <laughs> is <laughs> Interchangeable. Yeah. A bit of both. yeah yeah you might some might call Lutheran's Paulians but that's another Ooh. debate but anyway uh, this is the application of what happened with the resurrection what does this mean for us so it's really poignant that we're going to jump into Romans
0: now. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Speaking of jumping in, hey, Pastor Kevin, why don't you help us jump on in? Now, folks, just so you know, uh, the reading is a bit long. We're going to go verses 1 through 17 here from chapter 1. So we're going to break it up for a second. We're going to read the first seven verses, check in for a minute, and then we're going to kind of dive right into the meat of this. Pastor Kevin! Would you read uh, verses 1 through 7 for us?
1: Absolutely. And I just invite you to open up your own Bible Mm -hmm. and read along with us. Mm -hmm. Read along with us. Starting at verse 1. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, the gospel concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by resurrection from the dead Jesus Christ our Lord through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles for the sake of his name including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ to all God's beloved in Rome who are called to be saints. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Who? Okay, yeah. Pastor Kevin, what just happened?
1: Well, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and yet that it was, was one sentence. That was one sentence. <laughs> I was trying to like catch my breath myself reading through that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's and the best part is basically what he's saying is uh dear church in Rome, this is from Paul. Uh um, I'm gonna write to you about Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. Fair enough. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he took seven verses yep. to do it. Absolutely. Oh, mm-hmm. Bless his mm-hmm. heart. Um, and, and look, he is he is setting out some theology in here, right? Like he's calling himself uh, a servant of Jesus Christ. He's calling himself as an an apostle. Um, he is talking about Jesus as one who has been promised, as one who has descended from the line of David. I mean, he's setting up like mm-hmm. this is the, the, the preamble to the prequel of the beginning of his argument.
2: That's it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You said it. Sure. And, and, and also a thought comes to mind that mm-hmm. they know who Paul is. Sure. He's pretty well famous at this point so
0: and it's it sounds as if paul i mean as we keep reading through the book of romans it sounds as if paul knows people that are there too so it's not like it's completely anonymous there's there is some knowledge of each other so he's just given this nice long intro because i think that's kind of the um that's what they did Mm -hmm. back then and now we write an email without even like Putting someone's name at the top, we just launch <laughs> exactly. right into the information. How times have changed! Uh-huh. Or we just send a text that's a thumbs up emoji. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Ooh>. <laughs> Things have changed.
0: Ooh. Um, what's
1: hey. striking to me, just to jump yeah, in, yeah, yeah, is that uh, part of what what's going on here too is that word call, mm. right? Mm. Um, remember last week we had the Great Commission, and at that point, Jesus is actually handing over the ministry. Yes. You now get to do even the teaching, right? And the calling and all of it, right? So, in some ways, Paul is experiencing that call, mm-hmm. and the people mm-hmm. are too. Just in the same way that the people of Easter Lutheran Church called the three of us to come be here to be a part of your community. Thank you for that privilege. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Thank you for the opportunity because that's part of your actually exercising exactly what Jesus has given us, which is the power to do these calls.
0: Oh, beautiful. Yes, absolutely true. Um, So... That also, w- that's
2: how we start our sermons. Oh yeah, that's right? true. Well, I-
0: not for nothing. That line, "Grace
2: to you and peace yep. from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ."
0: Absolutely, and we don't we don't make that up. That's not just something that like our professors told us we had to say in seminary. Right. That's that's there's a reason for that because epistles start that way. These pastoral letters mm-hmm. start that way, and so there has been a, a common practice for many people to start mm-hmm. their sermons that way as yeah. well. Um, but that was just the intro. First um, sentence. <laughs> one sentence there's down more? there's hey pastor there's kevin more? not only is there more but you get to read <laughs> it my friend uh hey would you okay. re- read verses 8 through 17 now for us and friends i yeah pastor kevin invited you to read along this is a great time to pause the podcast actually get your bible out and really follow along because who boy uh stuff's about to happen so with that <laughs> pastor kevin would you read for us <laughs> it's at
1: least nice that it says what the thing might be a prayer of thanksgiving
0: oh thank right? goodness okay. for those headings that's, yes that's okay
1: <laughs> so starting at verse 8. First, i thank my god through jesus christ for all of you because your faith is proclaimed throughout the world For God, whom I serve with my spirit by announcing the gospel of his Son, is my witness, that without ceasing, I remember you always in my prayers, asking that by God's will I may somehow, at last, succeed in coming to you. For I long to see you, so that I may share with you some spiritual gift, so that you may be strengthened, or rather, so that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I have often intended to come to you, but thus far have been prevented, in order that I may reap some harvest among you, as I have among the rest of the Gentiles. I am obligated both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish. Hence, my eagerness to proclaim the gospel to you also who are in Rome." Verse 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is God's saving power for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For it in it, the righteousness of God is revealed through faith for faith. As it is written, the one who is righteous will live by faith.
0: And that's yeah. all the time we have for today, okay. friends. That. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amen.
0: Oh, and it, that was that was that was a little more than one sentence. Yeah, yeah, we had more than one sentence going on there. I had to double check and see that I saw a period. Um, hey, gentlemen, one of you take a crack at something you just heard there. What's something that stood out to you about what what Paul just wrote? Well, the last,
2: just factually, the last sentence he said, "As it is written, the one who is righteous will live by faith," is a quote from Habakkuk. Mm. Chapter two, verse four. So he's referring back to the Old Testament, uh, the, the scripture, yeah. and uh, so that's just a little factual thing to drop that. in there. That's
0: yeah, interesting. there you go. Okay. Nice. Paul's pulling out his uh, his quoting, knowledge there. That's yeah, good. He's quoting
2: the the, uh, the the scriptures that they would already know. Yeah, and th- yeah. That this is, in other words, God's working as He said He would, and and it's. It's real in the lives of the people there.
0: Yeah, yeah. As it
2: is for us now.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is the continuation of God's work among us. Absolutely. Pastor Kevin, what do you hear?
1: Well, I I'm always drawn to verse sixteen. Mm-hmm. I talked mm-hmm. about this in my Thursday, my first sermon too. I remember for not being ashamed of the gospel because it is God's saving power. And I think the thing that always strikes me is that it's not mine. It's not my power. Mm, it's not my, exactly. it's, not my mm-hmm. it's not my smarts. Mm-hmm. I got stuck in a truck, right? For, uh, <laughs> Well, I don't know. About that's you. what we're here. I shouldn't be this revealing on the first one.
0: Oh, it's no, no, no. You got to you got to let it all hang no, out there, man. No, no, I have to be <laughs> a little bit more.
1: Mm, <laughs> I can't reveal all the goods
0: yet. That's for next week's <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Thank
1: you. But truly, that's the reason why I'm in this church and not in another one. Mm-hmm. is because it's an emphasis on what God has done for Exactly. Me and not what I am doing for God yep. or for anybody else. Because because I would mess it all up very quickly.
2: Something we need to be reminded of constantly, that um, this is all God's doing. Mm-hmm. Our works do not help us in this cause. It is... Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes said that when it comes to our justification, our salvation, or what our, our relationship with God, all the verbs belong to God. Ooh,
0: I like that. Just that.
2: keep it simple.
0: Yeah, yes. yeah, and it's it, even this whole you know this this emphasis on faith, right? The righteous will live by faith. I mean, yep. as Lutherans, we would even say that even that faith exactly. is not something we have achieved on right. our own. Right? It's not like you are a cooler, better, more awesomer yep. person because you have a bigger faith than someone mm-hmm. else. Even faith itself is God's work. Mm -hmm. It is God's gift to us. Mm -hmm. It is built in us through Mm -hmm. the power of the Holy Spirit. So, uh, lest any of us should boast about how much faith I have, (laughs) no, it's it is all gift. It's all gift. It is always gift. So, um, Mm -hmm. I love being able to start with Mm that—that everything we have, everything we are, comes from God first. Mm -hmm. All the verbs are God's. I love that. Yeah,
1: it's really powerful. I mean, I just want to sit with what you said, Megan, too. Just that sense of you know that that god's work is here and it's all gift that just that's really powerful thanks for
0: mm, saying that mm, yes yeah it's yep. like that, like
2: and that. it sounds sometimes like well that's that's too simple or that's too good to be true and that's exactly yes, yes it is
0: amen that's
2: the whole gospel mm-hmm. it that god has done this for you on account of christ christ did the work
0: amen I mean, that's what we hear on, on all of Holy Week, right? Yeah. And like we've been saying here, Romans is an example of the church living into that truth. What does that look like for us mm-hmm. to trust that Christ has Trusting. done the work? Yeah, trust. That's what it looks like. Yes, yes. I mean, even the, the, the title of our sermon series is is right here from, um, from verse 17, Through Faith for Faith, right? Like, what's it all about? It is about us in faith continuing to grow in faith, this gift that we continue Mm -hmm. to to receive from God, the way that we continue to share this faith, that we continue to tell this story, we continue to serve, not because it's earning us something, but because we are freed to love and care, because that is what God calls us to do. That Mm -hmm. That is simply what we do
2: as people of faith. And what we're talking about here is something I mentioned at the introduction, is that that Sixteen and seventeen—that it is what was called Luther's gateway. Yeah, right. This is the theme verse for this is what Paul's building up to uh, as the theme of Romans. What he's going to unpack for the rest of the book, and that was Luther's gateway, where he realized that righteousness is. A gift of God. It's yeah. given to you. So, what do you need to be saved? You need faith. But even that's a gift from God, and Christ has done it all for you. And then He's going to go on to explain that.
0: Yeah. So it's it's not even about like you you got to make yourself righteous so that God will give you that gift of faith. It is, it is all gift. And and boy, oh boy, we just gave you verses sixteen and seventeen, and that's just setting yeah. you up, <clears throat> friends. Get ready. Yeah. Yeah, we, we still have them
2: over a month of this
0: oh boy yeah we can't give up all the goods right away but we can but we can set you up you know we can get you ready um and paul is a is a, a meaty theologian so there is plenty for us to work with in these weeks to come uh so stay tuned Friends, we look forward to hearing more of the Book of Romans together with you, and we look forward to joining you again next week here on the Carry On cast, which is the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and
2: carry on
0: the work of Jesus Christ. See you soon, folks.